You know, I didn't know if it was perhaps the solemnity of the celebration or the incredible music as we were walking down the aisle or the incredible abundance of coffee I drank right before starting the Mass, but that was one of the most powerful openings to a Mass I've ever had. And as I was praying about it in, just in the corner over there, what hit me is the reason it was so powerful was because of the, how palpable the faith is in this church right now. Every single one of you came in the middle of the night to worship Jesus Christ on the day of his birth. And that faith is palpable and it's powerful. So thank you so much for the faith that has brought you here. Our faith is always known by the sacrifices we are willing to give God. And being here right now, especially for a half an hour homily, is going to be a great sacrifice for all of you. So thank you. You know the best... Late laugh, all right. You know what the best thing about Christmas is this year, though, in all honesty? It means we're that much closer to getting out of 2020, all right? And that's why the message of Christmas is so relevant for our times. The essence of Christmas is the message of hope. Hope that God has a plan to save his people. The difficulty we have to struggle with, though, is the way that God redeems us. The subtlety of his salvation. There's a scene in the movie Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth, the 1970s version. And at one point, this Jewish man, they're being subjugated by the Romans in the area and taxed and their people taken away in slavery. At one point, this man, he falls on the ground in tears and he cries out to the heavens, How long, O God, will you make us wait for you? When will you come to save your people? And the camera goes from him and it slowly pans over to this building and you see the child Jesus kind of look out at him just watching from a distance. It's the irony. He was looking up to the heavens for the God who was standing right next to him. And that's the scandal of Christmas. The subtlety of God's salvation. That's why it's been said that the reason modern man cannot find God is because he doesn't look low enough. Redemption came on Christmas in the form of a seed, a child, a gentle light. Isaiah prophesied the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. For a child is born to us, a son is given us. But we long for the noonday sun, but we see only a glimmer of dawn. We long for the flower in full bloom, but we see only a seed. We long for the Messiah to come in full maturity, but we see only a child. Salvation was not accomplished on Christmas Day. It was only the beginning. It was only the seed. And one of the most remarkable facts about the birth of Jesus Christ into our world, God coming into our world, the culmination of all human history, what's most remarkable is what happened the next day. Absolutely nothing. It was just another day. The world went on. The great light came into the darkness, and so few people saw it. God born in the flesh, and almost no one to witness it. 
That's the scandal of Christmas, the subtlety of God's salvation. Reminds me of a movie. Let's be honest, everything reminds me of a movie. But this goes beyond the movie itself, the plot, to actually the production process. Frank Capra's It's a Wonderful Life. Almost every family watches this around Christmas time. It's one of the most famous movies ever made. It's been voted by the most inspirational American film ever produced. And it's near the top of every list of the best cinematic films in history. And yet upon its release in 1946, the film was so poorly received by critics and audiences alike that it basically ruined Frank Capra's career and it bankrupted his his entire production company. He never came back from it. It was the last of his films that ever gave him a name. It ruined him. But it was for that very reason, its subtle, imperceptible significance, that It's a Wonderful Life became the movie that it did. This movie was so unpopular in its time that 30 years afterwards, the company didn't even think to renew its copyright restrictions, which allowed television stations to take it for free and play it as often as they like. And so because it was played all over again and over again, all over America, little by little, people began to appreciate for what it was. And it became the classic American film that it is today. So it was a small, insignificant beginning, a seed. But it needed time to be experienced for what it always was. And that's the basic premise of the plot itself of the film. George Bailey, a man who sees his life as the waste, so much so that he says it's better that he'd never been born in life. He was tempted to despair because he didn't see the fruits of all the seeds of his sacrifices, saving his brother's life in his youth, saving his father's building and loan, saving Mary Hatch from becoming an old maid, saving Bedford Falls from Potter, The seeds of redemption were all around him in his life, but he couldn't see the fruit. One man's life touches so many others. When he's not around, he leaves an awfully big hole. You see, George, you've really had a wonderful life, but it was subtle, and he had to look low to see it. And that can happen to all of us especially in times of chaos. We can get so caught up in the problems in the world at large, the big picture, that we lose sight of the manifestation of God's grace that's being planted right in front of our eyes in our everyday life. Our life, like the nativity of God into this world that we are celebrating today, is about the seeds that we sow far more than the fruit that we reap, but we have to have hope to see that redemption at work, that those seeds will grow one day to become the fruition of redemption in our lives. The reason modern man cannot see God is because he doesn't look low enough. The salvation that God offers the world comes in the form of a seed, a small child, a gentle light, That's the subtlety of salvation. The Pharisees didn't recognize the coming of Christ in the flesh because they didn't look low enough. 
And Herod didn't recognize the coming of the Messiah in Bethlehem because he didn't look low enough. And how many people enter into our church and do not recognize the coming of God in the Holy Eucharist because they do not look low enough. God in the form of weak, fragile bread laying upon this altar. Only a few wise men and shepherds recognized the coming of God on this night because they looked low enough. God in the form of a weak, fragile child laying in a manger. As it was then, so it is now, so it will always be. God's redemption will only be witnessed by those who are willing to look low enough. As we enter this new year with with whatever 2021 brings, let us take one lesson from Christmas with us. The way that God redeems his people. The subtlety of salvation. Be attentive to the details, the small things, the seeds of salvation planted in your everyday life, in the growth of your children, the graces in your marriage, your daily prayers and sacrifices. God's salvation is subtle in the seeds planted all around us. And if we're willing to look low enough, we will have our vision filled with the great light of the splendor of Emmanuel, God with us. And we will see with our own eyes the subtle salvation that he brings every single one of us.